And now, breaking news from migraine sufferer Whoopi Goldberg about Nurtec ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams. I got big news. Now Nurtec ODT is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. This is big time. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety information, prescribing information, and patient information, visit Nurtec.com. Ask your doctor about Nurtec today. Nurtec, baby. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Double Talk, the weekend edition. Yesterday, Christian's internet just refused to work. Did not want to talk about Star Wars at all. Got sick of hearing about it, so I said, nah, I'm taking a day off. So we had to skip. But here we are today, people. I am Corey Coleman. Over here is old Bright Eyes Horchata, Christian Torres. How you doing, man? I'm well, man. Thank you. And thank you for giving a shout out to my shitty internet, which I overpay for that seemingly never works so i appreciate that uh but i am glad that we're doing this on a saturday i'm glad your schedule could accommodate it coleman of course of course man i'm not accommodating the show i'm accommodating you man oh, this is all thanks, for Bob. you those sex ass hey what time did your internet start working again uh it, it took like another three hours before it started working Holy and it wasn't shit. me it wasn't just this house it was uh <laughs> everyone on this block had something i got some shit happened with the transformer down the block so Took a couple hours. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Man, there's always something that'll sabotage you, man. If it ain't the internet, it's the desert, it's rocks, corona probably. There's always something going on with you, man. Some people are born losers, baby. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, that's what's up. I'm always going to come come up on the bottom of this thing. Damn, even when you quarantine, man, somehow life manages to fuck you up. Just go in there and just, you know what? And like, you, like, you stand in the house doing what you're supposed to do, and life is like, I don't give a shit. Cut your internet. The only thing you got to do. Yeah, no, it's great for my mental health because I literally can't do anything else but this show and like walk around outside. So it's like, yeah, let's cut 50 percent of your options away. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that you're here today, man. I'm glad we get this going. Folks, welcome to the show. Some of you, I'm sure, don't even know that it's on. So we're just recording this for anybody who's listening right now, even if it's just one person, which it probably is. And it looks like it is. <laughs> I'm, hoping yeah, looking at this, tiger. <laughs> I'm looking at the chat. <laughs> tiger, goddamn, is he's the only one listening right now, which is fine, man, because no one expects us to do a show this early on a Saturday, at least not until we get another show going on. We used to do eight bit crumbs on Saturdays until Twitch right. Gave us a budget to do another show, which we can't do until February right now. So we just kind of have Saturdays free, which is cool because whenever things happen, like, I don't know, uh, Chris's internet decides to stop working or Baby Yoda gets given away to a famous uh, Star Wars figure, then, you know, we have to come in and talk about that. All right, here's everybody. Oh, here they come. Here they come. I shouldn't have said anything, man. A little, little late, but I think people just got the notice. You know what? Since I'm talking about them, let's go ahead and introduce them properly. People, we've introduced ourselves. Now, I'd like for you to meet, if you haven't met them already, the one, the only, the chat fam starring, you know who they are, the OG chat, bringing in them visuals. Nicholas Cage with luscious locks and sparkles. Also, them side bitches over there. What's up, side bitches? How y'all doing? Oh, uh, we got King Grinder up in here. Z Tall. What is this? Uh, 
Epistrophicanocalicalmicale. Uh, Rad Dog. Super Fro. Already met Tiger Goddamn today. CJ. Austin Ick is here. And the Ashtray Bitch is here. How y'all doing? Oh, people. That's complete. It wasn't complete until the ashtray bitches came in. You side bitches are all right, but the ashtray bitches, that's who we ashtray really need to be here. Oh, here they are again. People, thank you, Lucky Dog Podcast, for the subscription. How y'all doing, man? Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Again, if you are just getting in, I know it's a weird day to do this. It's a Saturday. I do some stuff on a Saturday. I come in and stream. We do viewing parties and things like that. But today we're doing this because... Yesterday, Christian's internet wasn't working. They had um, something to power out the whole neighborhood. So we had to do it today. So glad that you're here with us. Glad you could join us because we have a lot to talk about. About Well, we have a lot to talk about on one subject. Usually we come in with three things, maybe four if things are really popping off that day. But what happened this weekend apparently is so big, it just pushed other news out the way. Fuck politics. You know, the hell was going on in the real world. Let's talk about that baby Yoda. So, so we'll get into that in a little bit. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Seriously. I mean, uh, you hear about this superstar, this Christmas star thing that's happening on Monday. What? You haven't heard about this? Oh, man, for the first time in 600 years, right? So I think it's Jupiter and Saturn are so close to each other in orbit that it's going to make the brightest star. You know, like when they tell stories about Jesus and every painting, there's like yeah. an obnoxiously big star hanging out. That's the star they're talking about. So, uh Monday, but also tonight, I guess, uh, are going to be the two best chances to see it right after sundown. Look for the brightest star in the sky, and that's Jupiter and Saturn getting really close. I'm telling you all this because as soon as we wrap it up here, I'm going to a place where there's no clouds in the city so I can watch that shit tonight. Well, you know, people might look at you and think you're the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, the, that's kind of what I'm going for. Like, worst come to worst, I'm going to see some cool shit. But if not, if they want to make me a new Messiah, like, who am I to say no to that? Right. Like, I will gladly <laughs> accept disciples. I'm taking applications. Like, I hope that that star shines so bright and just cast a beam down on you. So everybody can look at you and be like, oh, <laughs> I look my like God. A fucking, like Broadway show. I got the spotlight directly on me. They're like, he's chosen. He's the anointed one. Yeah, man. You know, I don't like the sound of this. I know everybody's thinking like Christmas, brightest star in Jesus. Man, that's how zombie movies start. That's right. how that's how disaster movie starts, man. You right. know, like there's a comet hurling towards Earth that we somehow didn't see. We mistook it as this fucking planet alignment. And on top of the asteroid about to hit the Earth, zombies are on that asteroid. It's yeah, a it's a whammy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, people think that this is really cute and religious symbolism and shit that scared the fuck out of me I, you know that's like i said that's how disaster movies start man i wouldn't be surprised if jesus came down with a machine gun and just start taking people out i don't I'm, <laughs> do, you, do you ever think about that the way you're like ancestrally that like now we have the benefit of science right we have hundreds and thousands yeah. of years where we're like okay we kind of know what's what uh we we can study when we see an eclipse we don't freak out but can you imagine like your ancestors when like anything happened in the world any any a comet went by you would lose your goddamn mind because you're like no we're gonna die that's an angry god that's all i think about all the time yeah. is like you know now we see a christmas star and we're like oh cute charlie brown jesus that's cute but like back in the day people would have like started killing their <laughs> children and stuff in response because they were losing their minds yeah, nah man i'm hiding like I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not i saw this movie called I've been, I've been scared of bright stars and comets and shit ever since i saw this movie back in the day called night of the comet you ever you remember this I know it, but I've never seen this. No, no, no. Go yeah. on. 
all these fools went out because it, uh, some comet was passing through. So all these fools went out and started partying and was and was pitched as something like innocent. It was pitched as something like a one-time uh, life event that you must see. So all these people went outside and and uh, and and looked up in the sky as this red comet came through. Except for people who somehow got drunk or were too old to go outside. Or what? There's a lot of people stayed inside. So those people stayed inside. The next morning they came out. And there was piles of red dust with clothes around them. The comet had evaporated people, man. And yeah, nah, you can't fuck with that. You yeah. can't be fucking with evaporating comets, man. That's like Galactus in real life. Yeah, yeah, it turned people into fucking red dirt. And then the <laughs> and the people who didn't get turned into dirt that were out there, zombies. So, <laughs> you know, I said, I'm going to be the fool that's in the house getting drunk, doomsday prepping. <laughs> at the same people I'm getting I'm getting drunk and handling weapons at the same time and uh and staying in the house man chaining up nah I don't want to hear that shit a, a zombie Jesus might come down from that comment man I don't want to deal with this <laughs> why shit. hasn't there been that drunk apocalypse movie yet maybe there has been maybe I don't know what I'm talking about but just like your your main character because what else is there to do in the apocalypse you're fucking waiting to die right so why not why not be hammered the entire time and then just have a series of drunken misadventures where you Mr. Magoo your way into a, a happy ending. Yeah, Let's yeah. write that movie, Corey. I think we need to write that movie. Nah, man. I'm just waiting for you people to get a little hype. I'm just buying myself a little time talking about depressing, scary shit. Uh, look at this. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's just going to hit and just going to destroy everybody. Waiting on that hype train to get through. No, 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 no. Hey, no disrespect to Jesus and his star and his day and everything, man. But uh, no, fuck that. I just saw this movie. See, that movie, The Night of the Comet, left a big impression on me. And also, I just saw this movie, uh, Greenland. Uh, oh, Greenland? the Gerard Butler and Gerard, the world bitch. movie. Which wasn't bad, but it scared the fuck out of me because, again, this comet is coming down. And the government didn't say shit. And the government even told people, like, yeah, go out and watch that shit, man. It's going to be cool. And meanwhile, they were preparing bunkers the whole time in Greenland to take some of the smartest people and most useful people in the world where everybody's going to get uh, fried and drowned and shit. And then comments just scared me anyway. Like the, now after, after seeing all these comet movies from the 90s and now and this right. comet right here, this was particularly scary because the comet brought his boys. He brought like his uh, he brought like his hype dudes with him and they op they opened up for the comet. I think it was a what was that comet called? The comet had an opening act. <laughs> they had like people go out there and warm up the crowd for him. Yeah, literally warm up the crowd is and burning motherfuckers up, man. It was if yeah, he brought up a he brought an opening act and the and, and they gave it like to fool people. They gave the comet. Man, y'all should watch this movie. We're about to start, but people should go and watch this film, uh Greenland. It's not it's not a bad movie, man. Cause see, we see Gerard Butler and and and, and explosions. We're all thinking like, oh, there's another one. He's uh, London is burning and shit. You know, a lot of times when you see Gerard Butler, you think an explosion. You're thinking about stupid shit like Geostorm and right. London is burning and things like that. This wasn't that bad. T. Clark. Oh, maybe he's still sleeping. Dad. <laughs> Some of Clark's larger fragments are now expected to enter our atmosphere. That's right. I know they're just what are they saying? More of the same. Whoa. Where are they going? Like when the military's getting the fuck out of town. 
Like it's not it's not good. Clark, that was his name. So they, they even the government gave the gave the the comet like this innocent name so it wouldn't scare people. Clark, Clark the comet sounds like <laughs> sounds like sounds like Thomas the Train or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's cute. It's got a little happy smiley face on it. Yeah, yeah. it's got a hat on his way down. What's <laughs> that smiley face? <laughs> and um, and the comet that like what I didn't tell you was like the comet had an opening act. Like it had it had ladies and gentlemen the fucking fireballs. So no, nah, man, I've seen too many comet movies where people have been fucked up and lied to about it. So I'm like, yeah, man, I, again, no respect, to, no, no disrespect to Jay, man, and his Christmas day and all that kind of stuff. I and mean, it's Christmas star, but fuck that. I'm in the house that day. It is really weird to me that we, at some point, you can look at the history of Hollywood. Like we did have this weird fetish, uh, fetishization of disaster films, right? Like Poseidon yeah, Adventure yeah. and Towering Inferno and Earthquake and all those. And every couple of years, we still try to make that. Like we like to see the world blow up, but they don't seem to be as popular as they once were you know like what well, i don't why, why are we fascinated with watching ourselves blow shit up because like, i'm things not. that are inherent to us not like action movie blow things up like our homes and our and our goddamn countries and whole i tell you why because we all think and people we had level two if y'all get to level three if we don't make it then we'll start the show but, but we're at level two right now we get to level three then we'll get things started right here on this hype train but you know, the reason why people love looking at it, because first of all, it's a movie. And when you're looking at it in a movie, everybody thinks that they're the person that's going to survive. Everybody thinks right. they're the person that's going to live. Everybody thinks they're the one that's going to get, for some reason, you you stupid little motherfucker. And for some reason, you think the government's going to choose you to go into the bunker. You know, because <laughs> I used to think that. I had to, re- I don't know, man. I just came up, up, upon the uh, realization. I was just honest with myself. Because I used to think I was going to be the warrior of the zombie apocalypse. And then one day, I just was very honest with myself and came to grips like no you're fucking dead it's not gonna happen yeah but look you got you're you're like a youtuber you got press credentials and shit they might take you into that bunker what about what about the the me's like i'm gonna have to rely on people mistaking me for the second coming of jesus man because that's my only like after the world ends uh work option i gotta i gotta i gotta work smarter not harder you know what yeah I mean? I, I i would think that the only reason they would have choose me is because i'm probably less of an annoying youtuber you know i'm not like <laughs> I'm not like 25 and pulling pranks on people and shit. You know, I'm not holding parties during COVID times. I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit more responsible. So maybe I could teach the next generation of influencers how to be better. Maybe that's why they'll choose me, you know. But no, man, I said, if I if I if I don't flat out just die during the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to be the motherfucker going around to my, you know, so nah, man, no, no. Everybody thinks about these doomsday scenarios and thinks they're going to get high. Yeah, people, you did it. Yeah. People, thank you. All the four thought. Double toasted high tree. Y'all get off. Come on, we got a good show for you today. Oh, let me see what Christian's doing. Oh, he brought out Fuzzy Bear. I didn't know you knew famous Muppets, man. Oh, my God. Look, he's shaking the hell at that bear. <laughs> oh, do not do not have kids. <laughs> Looking like a cross between Jesus and Jughead. Jughead Jesus, everybody. People, thank you. Oh, what is the chat doing? Oh, shit. Cal Print Negro's here. 
Oh, brought out sexy sumos, man ass, and sexy Daffy Duck. People, I'm glad to have you here today. Come on off this train. Come on off this train. We got a good show for you today. We got to get things started. We got a lot to talk about. We only got one subject, really, but it's a lot within that subject. People, today we're going to be talking about, behold, the scroll right here, the Mandalorian. What about the Mandalorian? Mandy and the kid. Just Mandy now got rid of the kid. And that is what everybody's talking about. They had the big Mandalorian finale. And people, of course, being that it's Star Wars, they got feelings. I got feelings, definitely. And this man talked to me a long time yesterday. He definitely got feelings. And we want to share them with you. Hey, we even like to hear your feelings. Oh, go on, Fuzzy. Look at he's shaking himself. Oh, shit. Tom, Tom the Cat is happy about today's show. Happy to be here. All right, y'all. By the way, Jughead Jesus is my new favorite moniker. Thank you for naming me that. Jughead Jesus. I like it, man. You yeah, it's got a ring to it. You got to start a band now. <laughs> I think I have to. Is it like is it like an old Southern uh, Soggy Bottom Boys, like a Brother Where Art Thou band? Like with that kind of a name, Jughead Jesus? Yeah, I guess you'd have to be a, a junk band for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead Jesus, man. Uh, I like it, man. But the, the name is so good. Yeah, Christian was serenading me with guitar before we started. So he actually has some talent. So yeah. he can do whatever he wants to do. Oh, shit. My own baby Yoda's out there crying. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh, go get it. Yeah. Don't give it away to any famous Jedis you find along the way, though. That's some bullshit. <laughs> hey, come here, girl. Come on. Come on, mom. Oh. oh, you would wait for the show to get started. She heard us in here getting hype, y'all. And so she had she to come in. to join here. the party, man. Like when there's yeah. hype in the air, what are you not going to join that? Of course you're not. Mm. Come on. How you doing, mom? All right, you're going to sniff my lips. All right. People, if you couldn't hear through all that hypeness that we had going on, today we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian finale. We used to call him Mandy, Mandy and the kid. Now it's just Mandy. The kid is seemingly out the picture, being passed on to a famous figure within the Star Wars universe, which feels more like a neighborhood (laughs) with every property. But people got feelings about that, of course. It's Star Wars. They've had feelings about every Star Wars thing that came out. I think the only thing that people haven't raised hell about is when Star Wars are Legos. (laughs) <laughs> Lego Star Wars people are cool with that, but everything else, people, well, you know, I got, I got something to say. So we're going to talk about that today, how we feel about Star Wars overall, the direction that it's going. Is it being course corrected? Is it going in a direction that we've always disliked and they're just going deeper? Well, we'll talk about all of that. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. And we'd like to hear how you folks feel about it. So... Let me see here. Oh, oops, sorry, girl. Let me to bump your head. All right, folks. We got everything set to go. Now, before we do that, let me go ahead and make some announcements real quick. I'll keep that scroll up there for you. Let me make some announcements real quick. So, tonight I was talking about doing a viewing party for you, but what I didn't do is I didn't pick a movie. And I did not want to uh, tell you this at the last minute. So I think we're going to do the viewing party on Saturday, a week from tonight, a week from today, uh, so that you guys can go ahead and get prepped for that, get scheduled for it. I don't want to pull this on you at the last minute. So, yeah, next Saturday, myself, Oz, Christian, you're welcome to join if you'd like. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Sitting there just watching a movie. 
uh, having a good time, low key, nothing special, nothing really, 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 really organized. Just sitting back and enjoying a bad movie with you or a bad show and just talking shit the whole time. Uh, having some drinks, maybe, for those who are old enough to drink. Also, uh, we're going to be doing uh, some commercials throughout the show. You know, we're supposed to, Mr. Twitch, it is not by my choice. Mr. Twitch says, you have to, it's in the contract. You must play three minutes of ads every hour. So unless I want Mr. Twitch to come in and beat the shit of me with legal stuff, then I have to play those ads. But you don't have to deal with those ads at all if you don't want to, because I mean, I'm, like I said, I never do a push. This is not a sales pitch. I'm just saying, if you don't like commercials, or, and, if, and if you like other perks, then you can't subscribe to the channel right here. And to show you, I'm not trying to sell you something too hard. I'm not trying to say anything at all. You can subscribe for absolutely free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You can even re-up when the time comes, when Amazon Prime account. And as I said, man, Christian, it is Christmas. And... I don't think that anybody, it's sad. It brings, it's just, it brings tears to my eyes to know that every Christmas there's a young person out there that's going without the toasty goodness all over their body. It's just sad and it's something that I'm really, really, peace on earth and toasty goodness upon all bodies is what I'm really wishing for. You can help bring that wish closer to truth if you gift a sub to somebody out there. You can do that for absolutely free too if you haven't done so already. If you have an Amazon Prime account. But... One of the things that is really helping out today, support what we do around here, and bringing you some extra stuff as well, is our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash double toasted. Ashtray, bitch! Or get an ashtray, bitch. Let's <laughs> cut this man down right here. Now he's getting on my goddamn nerves. Let me see here. Mm, there we go. And there we go. Folks, over here, go to patreon.com forward slash double toasted and join us on the warm and toasty level. Or you can get hot and buttered, and, you know, if you freaky like that. Or you can get down with the golden brown. And for that, we will give you a lot of extra perks sneak peeks, bonus streams, extra streams, merch, discounts, viewing parties, and the animation, which we are underway now. We are actually moved on to the next phase of our animation. We'll give you a sneak peek of that for all of the Patreons pretty soon. But like I said, we use that to support everything that we do around here. And I greatly appreciate the support that you've given. Thank you so much. Once again, that is patreon.com forward slash double toasted. Go over there and help us out. And who knows, if you join at the right level, might even see yourself in one of these animations as a background character. Been having fun working on that. Can't wait to show you what we got. And... <clears throat> Let me see here. I think that that is about it, except for one more thing, Christian. What's that thing? Look, at he was so distracted. Like, he like, uh-huh. No, someone, someone just said I'm perfect for Burger King casting. I, I guess because I have a crown. I didn't know if that was a slight on me because I have like whatever. I'm not going to intellectualize it. They're not going to derail me. What's that thing, Coleman? Well, if I may, if I may just explain what they're thinking, maybe you got the Burger King crown, but you also have the, the facial hair. Oh, yeah, of the Burger King. The yeah, Burger absolutely. King. All right. So it's like, if we're going to make a live action movie. We need to get past the plastic artifice of, of what they've been doing and, and, and go to this beautiful mug is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, man. They You could probably get the uh, uh, the twirl of the mustache at the end. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you got that creepy smile sometimes. So, yeah, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, they were giving you a compliment, sir. That's okay. All. Yeah, I see windmills and and everything. I see every insult and every compliment I'm given. So my he bad, was people. mad too. He was looking like you motherfucker. Ready to fight? <laughs> all right, tramps like us are born to run, baby. That's Springsteen. Get used to it. Oh, folks, we also want to have you on the show at least through your emails and. I'll tell you how to do that if you work with me. Now, this is a little tricky. I need your help with this. I cannot do this alone. So just listen to me now because this is important. This is important. I can only provide you with the information that you need to email us. If you pull up a keyboard, this is the most important part. If you pull up a keyboard right now, pull it in close. No, closer, 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 because I need you to type this in real hard now. Pull it closer. Right, that's good right there, right there. Stop, stop, and then type in kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us when you got any questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and your advice. Hit us up on those social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You see all those details right there. Copy them down. Love them. And most importantly, use them. And if I'm too busy out there taking all of your wonderful emails, your messages, your kind words, it's too much. I can't handle it. I need some help. Christian Torres. You can find me on Instagram, Christian.Monster, Facebook, Christian LA on Torres. I know some of you, but I want to know all of you. So please come find me. I want to know all of you too. I want to get to know some of you again, some of those who came to Austin. But I don't want to know you when your ass is full of that coroni. So what I want you to do is I want you to stay the hell away from us. But when that vaccine comes and they take those needles and shove them right up Corona's ass, that's when you email us and let us know you come to Austin. Actually, you can do that beforehand. KCoolMans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You let us know if you're moving here or just simply passing through. Because it sounds like pretty soon, now I don't know how soon, but it sounds like it's on the horizon that you will once again be able to hang out safely with us and us with you. So I was doing it the other day and somebody said, hey, Corey, your dogs are howling, man. <laughs> you got dogs that hit those falsettos. You, you need to be a rich man, Corey. All right? you, you failed in other ways. That's all I got. I know, man. You need to put them in a band. Maybe your band. <laughs> You'd be, be like a canine. Uh, oh, God. What's his name? Fuck. Joe Jackson. There you go. There you you're go. Gonna, yeah. You're going you're gonna to be a terrible father. But God damn it. Those kids are going to be successes. Oh, they kicking dogs all day. Y'all going to sing. <laughs> Oh, uh, folks, speaking of dogs, ah, man, y'all gonna think I'm just pampering this dog to death, but I'm not. So this dog likes to sit on my lap, but she likes to sit like in a way that's uncomfortable. Like I got to have my legs closed like I'm a chick wearing a miniskirt or something the whole time. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to go get a pillow, man, so that she can lay down uh, in a way that makes both of us comfortable because so, she's not going away. Listen, I, I love dogs. You know me. I, ha I have two dogs and I used to have three and they're my favorite things in the world. But let me just tell you, like in PR, 
uh, dogs have a different relationship to humans. There is like this outside inside thing. Dogs aren't allowed on the beds. Dogs aren't allowed in, in even in the house in a lot of instances. And you have this dog pampered with a fucking pillow in your lap. Yeah, like, how man. far have we fallen from grace? It used to be a time where they served our needs and now we fucking serve their needs. She's serving my needs, man. She's serving my needs right now. Mm, explain, please. Details. For example, right now, she's keeping my penis very warm. That is <laughs> well, all right, very important. You <laughs> need that, important. absolutely. That's very important right there. Uh, even though I'm married and can't pick up anybody, I go out there and every girl comes up and says, oh my God, your dog is so cute. You know, and if I was single, I could probably work that. But, you know, that that that's still a need that is, that is there. If I, if, you know, I mean, if I ever get divorced one day or something, I still got this pickup tool right here. You right. know, uh, her cuteness melts my heart. She hey, feels no. a need right there. So, yeah, it man. makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I'm with you just because just because there's no bullets in the gun. Don't mean the gun don't fire sort of deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I, I get you. I'm man, picking up what you're putting I, down. Look, 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 you know, I, my, my life is richer with her. So I, all I can do. And here's the thing, man. Now, this, this is going to make you feel guilty about it. Look, if nothing else, you know, we humans live so long. We got time to get shit straight. You know, we we might go 10 years of being a drunk or a, sh- a shitty person. But then at some point we can like course correct our lives. You know, these dogs, they live such short little lives, man. You know, simple, short little lives. Why not make them comfortable while they're here? They bring us comfort. We give them comfort. See, man, this is why we can't evolve as a species, man, because we're all about ourselves. <laughs> you're blaming you're like this is it this is why this is the end of the line we should just hold hands and walk into that oblivion together as a species because we're fucked exactly because we don't have the compassion we once had with pups that's why the world is burning man because we can't be nice to dogs man this is fucked up christian amazing huh? it's the best thing you've ever man, said you need to be you could go in and just like you you could be an example of the puerto rican community on how we can change things but you don't want to an do ambassador that. yeah like yeah. moses for the for the savages in puerto rico like myself yeah. i get you fuck these dogs man look at you no don't be like that man you know you could be the puerto rican that changes the culture forever man go do that so (laughs) so i'll tell you what i'm gonna do i usually just these commercials they just spring on you every now and then but i'm gonna go ahead and play a commercial right now smart while i go ahead and get get this uh this throne for this princess right here and when we get back then that is when we will go in and start talking about Mandy and the Kid, or as you know, the Mandalorian. So, folks, you'll be here with Christian for a little while while I do this. Uh-oh. And uh, I will be right. We will be right back right after this. All right, sir. Can you hold it down? I could probably hold it down. Yeah, if there's any questions anyone in the chat has, this would be the time to ask it. I do want to start by saying while I'm waiting for some questions, uh, a couple toasties. I want to say uh, to Julian Hemendinger, you're my bubby. I miss you. Uh, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just really bad at talking to anyone during a pandemic. It's shitty and everything feels terrible and I'm not really good at uh, talking to people sometimes. So I ain't ignoring you. I hope you're doing well. I catch your Twitch sometimes. You're fucking killing it. Love everyone else. Um, But aside from that, if there's any questions, please let me know. I think Coleman shouldn't be gone for too long. Not long at all. He's back. Coleman is here. Yeah, it's got the throne for this princess right here. Look at that. She's trying to get comfortable now. Sit down. There you go, baby. You don't worry about that Puerto Rican talking trash on you, man. You are right. <laughs> I'm not talking trash. I'm talking reality. <laughs> I'm just saying that dog could get knocked down a couple pegs and still be higher than some human beings in this world. 
Don't 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 you worry, baby. I, I'm not gonna let the bad Puerto Rican eat you. All right, <laughs> we'll be fine. No, we get along when I'm there. I don't think. Or, wait, no, wait. Who is that? Pixie? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm a Mojo fan. Me and Mojo are homies. I don't know if me and Pixie drive for obvious reasons. Pixie clearly. drives with everybody. See, that's the thing. If you this dog runs up, this is how this dog is. I hate to say it, we're so scared that this is how this dog's gonna die. This dog runs up to every <laughs> creature, man. This dog runs up to every human being and every dog, no matter how big. So if this dog ever sees a wolf out in the wild one day, she's like offering herself up as a snack. <laughs> She she runs to everything, man. So how can you not jive with Pixie? Ask her. I'm the most agreeable person I know. I like everybody until I have a reason not to like them. So I blame her. Do you guys have coyotes in Texas or no? Man, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, we got coyotes here, man. You do? Okay. Well, you know, they're everywhere in L.A. So to the mm. point where they have to sell these, like, they look like Mad Max outfits for dogs. <laughs> so if a coyote tries to get them, the coyote's going to get a spike to the face and be like, fuck, it's not worth it and run off. And I just wondered because you're saying, like, Pixie just, a caution to the wind, runs towards danger if you had to resort to some kind of special, uh, you know, like, puffer fish device for her. <laughs> yeah, man. No, she... We 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 uh we haven't seen any coyotes, but they are around here. I remember there was we were eating one day, and this old uh, this old couple was eating next to us, and I guess they thought that we lived in the neighborhood, which we didn't. But they came up, and uh, and it was funny because an old white couple, but they reminded of an old black couple because the guy came up and he's like, he didn't even say anything about the dogs. He just came up and said, "I just want to let you know that you make sure you watch your little ones out there. Now we lost our poodle." couple of weeks ago the coyotes out here and i don't want that to happen to you and then the wife she was like will you come will you bring your old ass don't leave these people alone <laughs> <laughs> no because the wife wanted you to experience the same pain yeah, she yeah. experienced she didn't want to be a warner for the rest of man yeah. she wanted everyone to feel as shitty as she does <laughs> we still in pain and you try to protect that goddamn rat right there bring your old ass on nah man uh <laughs> But I would say this before we move on. We had a, we let Pixie out one day and we had to go get her because for some reason after it rains, and I don't know why the rain would have anything to do with this, but there's always a flock of vultures in the trees just looking down on everybody. Like, I'm scared to go out there. They looking down like, they look at, look, cause you go out there, they look at you like, they all look at you like, yeah, we're going to fuck you too. So <laughs> It's literally the end of the birds. You just walk out. They're not even aggressive. They've already won. They can take their time killing you if they want to. Yeah. Yeah, big old fucking birds with, with biceps in their wings and shit. Just <laughs> out they're just, just pumping at iron on the fucking telephone wires and shit like that. Yeah, they're in the trees, man. They're, yeah, they're just in the trees and they never, like, like, they never come down or anything, but they just hang out just looking at everybody Everybody, man just plot like they casing the joint or some shit and uh so we don't let pixie go out with those those uh vultures out there man so that's the closest thing like we got you got coyotes we got we got something similar except that they're coyotes and trees so yeah no that's terrifying i mean especially because you have small dogs like you have to really run the risk of it there's a there was a story here in la where an owl took a wiener dog off, off of the hollywood hills just straight up swooped and picked them up and like bye Took off and yeah, you got to be careful Whoa. with small dogs. That's the reason I don't have them. I'm terrified. They're too little. Somebody said, uh, Joe, Joe, How Joe Hallison. Oh, Joe, how you doing, man? Joe said, uh, those. He says I live in. Uh, he says I live in San Marcos, which is right down the road. And he says those fuckers are terrifying. So he has those too, man. 
those are beach coyotes. I can't even imagine. Like these coyotes have the cover of like mountains and woods and shit. But if they're that far down the 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 ten west, oh yeah. my god, yeah, they're they're ravenous. They're they're like the they're the real threat to mankind right now. Beach coyotes. And yeah, man. And uh, wait a minute, beach coyotes like actual coyotes that hang out on the beach. Well, I mean, he says Santa Monica. That's like that's the coast. That's the actual beach towns and stuff. And obviously, there's a little bit of it inland. But what I'm saying is like. Like you, it's a desert. You figure coyotes are close to the mountains where I live, like yeah. Griffith Park and stuff like that. But if they're all the way over there, it's like they don't have the cover of trees. They've had to learn how to live like urban existences. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Julian mm. made sense. He said the, the vultures are looking for creatures that have drowned in the rain. Like, I don't I didn't oh. know that many. I, I didn't know. Like every time it rained, it was like a Moses flood for small animals. and shit. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> we should do that American tale. Like five will drown in a fucking flash flood. <laughs> yeah. Five will go south. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, all right, everybody, man. Somebody said beach bum coyotes. <laughs> Reginald. <laughs> hey, Reginald, I saw you gave us a lot of subs, man. I really appreciate that. Really do appreciate that. Oh, let me see. Before we get started. So I'm about to get get a setup like you had at one time, man. Where uh, oh yeah, where you know I'm not gonna have to switch you around anymore. I'm gonna get a setup to where a dedicated channel. You just press that button, switch yeah. right to me. Yeah, I'm thinking about going over to the Apple Store today and getting myself another uh, iPad so I can actually set that up and have you be on another screen or another button, so I don't have to go and do things while you're talking. Because what I sometimes people you, Christian will be talking. And uh, I have to like sit over here and do things while he's talking to find something, but I can't put it on him. And so you just be because you're looking me. for things on the same computer. Yeah. yeah. So it, it should help production. I think it's going to be a good, good look. That's why I did it when I was doing what's in the box. Yeah. No, it's I, I'm going over today and getting myself another iPad. Plus, I just love iPads, man. They're great to draw on. I love them. I love them. Let me see here. All right. Let me see. Let me see what we got here. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm just doing some stuff. We did some last minute prep for the show today. Once again, glad to have you people here. And you're always so patient. And we appreciate that. And we're about to get on with this discussion of the Mandalorian in a little bit. Like I said, I'm eager to talk about this with Christian. I'm eager to hear what you guys got to say, because as I said, it is Star Wars. And with Star Wars, everybody Everybody got feelings. So let me move this down right here. Let me move Christian down right here. And let me see here. And let's go ahead and take this off and let's get things started. Christian, let me see if I can still hear you, man. Yeah, you can hear me, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Just making sure, just making sure. So yeah, folks, let's see here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, people. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this discussion here. So, let me see here. There we go. Oh, we should definitely put a giant spoiler alert out there for anyone who hasn't seen it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, people, we are about to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about this weekend, which is The Mandalorian. The one safety deemed such destruction. The Mandalorian is you must reunite it with finished its with his time. second season right now. And people said what a hell of a, of a finale that it was. And it is so big and everybody's talking about it. You would think that everybody had seen it already, but that is not the case. So we do have to say 
This will be a very spoilery discussion right here. We're going to be revealing some of the biggest things that happened with the finale, including the biggest thing that happened with the finale. So if you haven't seen it yet, then please don't tune in anymore. We warned you. Turn away. Come back and watch it on the VOD after you have all the details out there and you know everything that's happened. Otherwise, if you've seen it or you just don't give a shit, then please join us. Please join us for the discussion. So... Let's go ahead and talk about the Mandalorian or as we so affectionately call it, Mandy and the kid story of a surrogate dad and the little boy that he never wanted, but realized that he eventually needed and can't call it Mandy and the kid no more. It's just Mandy. At this point, he's kidless. We had the final episode where he was forced to pretty much hand the kid over to someone who everybody's familiar with in the Star Wars universe. And what a finale it was. Look, even if you didn't like the episode, or even if you have complaints about what happened with the final episode, about that the big appearance that came in, you can't help but shed a tear at the end right here. You know, it was an ending so touching and even made a cold, hard killer cry. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, right there. You know, <laughs> just made <laughs> just made a bitch out of him, man. You know, at the end, he just had tears. Because, you know, he's killed people in some of the coldest, cruelest ways, man. Had a man get eaten alive by space dogs, <laughs> shooting people in cold blood. But once some little green hands touched his face, oh, he just broke down right there. Didn't care that he looked like a bitch in front of all his, all his tough friends. Uh, folks, this is... Uh, this is that people kind of predicted that this is where it was going to go. You know, there's as much as people like the series, as hardcore as people say the series was, is what they always want to see in Star Wars. They wanted this, they want this, um, this space western. People pretty much were predicting a very emotional ending, and that is what they got. Now, the thing that made people either stand up in the in, in their living rooms or st throw their chairs back and start cheering or the thing that made people say like oh fuck here we go again luke skywalker luke skywalker came in at the very end and again some people were expecting because star wars can't help doing it they were expecting some cameo from some famous person from the Star Wars movies from back in the day. We already had one with Boba Fett, but somebody said, no, nah, they're going to go bigger with that. And that is what has caused a lot of debate right now. Of course, CP, we just can't all have Star Wars and agree on it. We all can't just come in and just say, man, that was awesome. No, everybody got to have opinions. Everybody either got to love it or hate it. Very few have middle ground. Will that be us? Well, let's go ahead and have this discussion right now. And Christian and I went on a long time yesterday talking about this. And... Christian, opinions change yet? Uh, not really. If anything, I think uh, the things that I was mad about, I'm more mad about. But but I do want to give the series credit because I don't want this to be this thing where like, oh, Christian's a curmudgeon. He hates everything. That's mm -hmm. true. But that's not what's happening here. Um, I want to say that I think that, yeah, that moment at the end with the kind of unmasking, like that's a lovely little moment. And and we knew what this show could do. We knew that it had nailed action. 
um, on par with some of the films, right? We knew that it could do fan service and shit, sometimes to its detriment. Uh, but what I think that they hadn't necessarily proven 100% is that they could make this emotional center. Mm-hmm. And I think that they really nailed that. I think that there's so much about this finale to like. I think the thing that we said yesterday is just like, God damn it, this show is so good sometimes you know that and then you want to love it but right now i'm just stuck in really liking it for all the reasons that you brought up it's this inability to kind of boldly go to new places and 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 to um to forge a new path forward and a new and make a new history rather than circling back to their own convoluted mythology you know what i'm saying that's my big that's my biggest gripe with it and it's like that hasn't changed and i don't think it's going to change what about you you softening up a bit man let me tell you something I okay. So yesterday, when Christian and I had this discussion, I was I I, I was that person. I because you know me, people. I go on a rant all the time about Star Wars, man. I I said I liked the episode, but I said, man, with the Mandalorian, we were supposed to do a little something different, man. You know, it's finally we're getting something where we're getting away from the the Jedi's. We, you know, the, the Empire's gonna have to be in the background, but we're not like just always dealing directly with them like we did in every movie, which eventually happened. But okay, they're a big presence in the universe. That's cool. But mostly, mostly, we're not dealing with those fucking Skywalkers anymore, man. I saw them in the movie and how they messed that up. And now we don't have to deal with this at all. I don't mind hearing about rumors of the Force and Jedi's as long as Luke don't show his face up. He's like, somebody called my name? Yeah, fuck you, Corey. You know, so <laughs> I was just kind of like, all right. I guess that's what we're going to do now. I guess that's what Star Wars is. Star Wars is something where I guess every, instead of thinking like, okay, this is a galaxy, not a neighborhood, not a high school, not a cul-de-sac. This is a galaxy. And I I would think that somewhere along the line, we would get like other stories that had, where nobody knew each other. They heard rumors and whatnot, but nobody knew each other. But I guess I have to go back and just change my way of thinking and saying, all right, the only stories they want to tell are are with characters that have to go back somehow, some kind of way to Luke Skywalker. And so, yeah, I was kind of, irritated i liked the episode i was with you man i i kind of teared up at the end when uh baby yoda looked man you can look when baby Yoda looks up in those eyes <laughs> you know he looks up at him you know it's, it really is hard to to like not cry at the end of this and i i did man i shed a tear or two but uh, i mean i i know i didn't i'm lying I, I choked up a little bit i didn't want to cry at the end of this shit though but then <laughs> i started thinking like uh you know before, because I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan out there. I am a, no, I'm a big Star Wars fan. But, you know, when you say a big Star Wars fan, people think like you're the person that reads all the books and the comics and you know every bit of mythology. You played every game. You bought every Lego set. And that's not that's not me, man. I don't know every detail like the hardcore fans out there do. So I said before I start jumping on this and criticizing this for what I've always criticized it for. Let me go in and see if this actually makes sense in some kind of way that I was missing. And after doing some research and looking around and talking to people, you know, I have to appreciate that they are trying to course correct what they're doing here, man. I, uh, I think that when you look at when, with, uh, when Mark Hamill shows up as our, the deep fake of Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker shows up. At least that's his voice right there. Um, I was thinking about, all right, how many Jedi are there out there? That's what got me thinking. And does it make sense for him 
to come in and answer the call of Baby Yoda. And when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, you know, that that does kind of make sense for that to happen. He's the uh, Luke is the only is one of few Jedi who are left. And he's the only one out there, I think, that's building a Jedi temple. Now, see, I'm getting nerdy. See, now, this is what, <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like the fans that all y'all hate right now. I sound like that annoying person who's trying to actually uh, uh, go in and I'm, I'm make I'm trying to I'm, I'm, I'm trying to validate all the fan service yeah. that they're doing and You're everything. doing mental gymnastics. Well, actually, and then you try yeah. to go on some long convoluted explanation. No, I mean, you're not doing bad so far. No. I don't think that that's what you're doing, but I hear what you're saying. You're like, well, in terms of available resources, what we know about that timeline and who's still out on the chessboard, it makes sense. These number, there's a very limited number of people it could be. I'm not even taking that away from it. But what, just because it makes sense doesn't mean that it was the right thing for the show. You know what I'm saying? Because well, the yeah. things that you and I talked about, the things that we love so much about this was that the beginning connective tissue of the Mandalorian, like back in the day, was like, oh, we've seen uh, Mandalorian armor before in the, in the series, and we've seen like Yoda's species, right? But it wasn't even our Yoda. And because of that, like, yes, there were winks and nods to other things within the mythology, but it felt so fresh and so, um, you know, able to go down whatever avenue it wanted to go down. So while... Yeah, it makes sense on paper. I'm not I don't think Filoni's an idiot. Like the dude's clearly a genius who has a grasp on the extended universe. I just think it's maybe not the best decision to make because it brings that, you know, like the mythology should be a life raft, but what it is is it's like concrete to your feet. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. drags you down. Well, and I'm just a little worried that if they if they rely on it, they're going to go down a bad path, you know? Well, they, no, they definitely have set up some things that bring questions. They've set up some plot holes, but it sounds like I'm making excuses for why they did this. And I, and I don't, and even then when you say it's the wrong thing to do, I don't even think that, man. I'm, I'm, I've rethought that. So, you know, going back to Luke, man, Luke, the reason why Luke probably was looking for uh, this, you know, uh, what's his name? Groku. I keep saying Baby Yoda. Groku or Grogu, whatever, yeah. man. Uh, well, he's the only one that started a temple. And he's got this probably stronger relationship with the, with the with the same you know uh, the same species that that trained him, a creature of the same species that trained him. Because I was thinking like, all right, if you got a Jedi temple, and you guys are almost extinct, why the fuck are you gonna leave? Why are you gonna abandon that for some lesser Jedi's and let, let and, and run the risk of somebody killing the rest of them when they're not probably not right. even ready? Uh, well. Uh, I think maybe because he has a strong connection to this species. You know, I mean, look, we all know, and I, I'm with you. I'm not that naive to think like, okay, that is why this was written because of the connection that Luke would have with him. No, they made fake, they made Baby Yoda. I don't care, you can call him Grogu all day fucking long. It's Baby Yoda because Baby Yoda's going to sell toys because everybody already recognizes Yoda. I got that. But at least they didn't just put it in there for marketing and fan service. At least they tried to make it make sense. So in that sense, yeah, it does. I, you know, I look, I tell you, I probably would have been a whole lot better or felt better about this if they had another Jedi come in. I think that yeah. would have made more sense because I look when that when they showed up and I saw that green lightsaber, I was like, ah, fucking Luke again. I, I but for a moment, I thought, you know what? It would have been cool if it was uh, Cal Kestis from. Did you play uh, Force? Of, uh, uh, what is it? The uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it had been people who haven't played this game and you don't look, if you don't even like playing games, just watch somebody play the game. It's actually uh, at least go or go online and look at some of the cutscenes because 
it's a it's a good it's a great no it's a great Star Wars story. Trust no one. You know, I thought it would have been cool. I mean, that's just an example, but there's there's not many, there are not many Jedi left. There's uh, just a few, uh, which is why I thought it made sense to bring in Ahsoka. You know, Ahsoka is like one of the few Jedi that are left too. And that again, yeah, there's that fan service they brought her in. Yeah, because people, the fans love her, man. But they did some cool things with her. She does make sense within the mythology that they're setting up right now and the history they're setting up right now. So point is, is that, they didn't do what the what the movies did. Those movies are like the last trilogy. The last trilogy is fucking terrible, man, because they knew that they had characters that they wanted to, to put out there that people were familiar with because that's where the money was going to be. They didn't have a story for them. If you bring in these characters and you already have a story for them, you actually do something with them, then... I'm fine with that. And I think that this is starting to go in and retcon and course correct everything that those movies couldn't do. So once we start, my hopes are once we start fixing these characters that we have, we start making them actual characters, giving them true development, then all right, we fix those, we make our money off of them, we give them their own series or spinoffs or appearances, and then we can start going off and doing some of the more original things that people like myself and you have been asking for. Yeah, I mean, well, I think one of the sentiments we said yesterday was like, I really hope that this is a like a glorified cameo and that we don't necessarily need to spend time with that character anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. fine with the inclusion of the universe if it's then like fucking off and then I don't have to deal with it. But again, it's just like and I think you making the suggestion of the fallen order. Right. It's like I don't know if the timelines match. That might be the only imposition there. But you're kind of proving my point that like that's a much more interesting take. Even Ahsoka doing it, even though I know she's like a legion list. Right. She's kind of like, you know, not, not good or bad by in, in the eyes of whatever. But um, like I, that's a more interesting story as, as well as just to see like what happens there. So to bring her in, which we now know is purely just to set up for her own series. Yeah, it works as a backdoor pilot, but it does then feel like, well, we could have combined this story and that would have been interesting. And, and obviously you want Ahsoka to be different from what the Mandalorian is. It can't just be the child with another guardian. Yeah. Right? Um, which is why I don't think we're going to spend much time with Luke. I mean, do you think that like chances are we're going to have more time with, uh, you know, uh, um, Baby Yoda, the child, whatever, and uh, and Luke in the next seasons? All right. Or do you think they're going to remove this completely? Well, you got the one of the most powerful Jedi is a baby who if you're not careful, look, it's a baby that could choke people to death with, it, you know, it, uh, with, it, with, it, with his mind. So I don't know where the hell Baby Yoda went. I don't know where they hit him. I don't know if he died. I don't know. See, that's the plot hole to me. I don't know what happened with him. I mean, they can explain it like they hit him somewhere. He's training in some temple with somebody special or something. They had to take him away because he's too goddamn dangerous or whatever. So I, that, to me, that's a plot hole that came in, which I'm sure they can fix. But as far as do I think Luke will come in? Well, maybe the guy who played Luke, because a lot of people think that that's completely CGI. Now, they had a young actor who come in, Max Lloyd-Jones, I think it's a British actor, young British actor that came in and played. Uh, he was the, the the body double for Mark Hamill as uh, young Luke Skywalker. So they just put a bunch of CG on his face and turned him young. And then they just put Mark Hamill's voice in there. 
Now, there is talk. I don't know if it'll happen, but I know Sebastian Stan has been saying, like, look, I look like that motherfucker when he was young. All right, cast me in something. <laughs> Put me out there. So at this point, they already and he does, man. I mean, I don't know already, if he, also already in the Disney family. You know I, what I'm I, saying? That should be an easy thing to make happen. Yep. Always already in the uh, already hired by Disney in the Disney family. You don't have to admit. Look, they they put a bunch of and I'm sure they didn't do it because they had the Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up and they didn't want to uh, put Sebastian Stan in there because he's kind of high profile right now. But you didn't need no CG, man. You didn't need none of that stuff. Just put a wig on this dude and you got it. You know, maybe put a couple of moles on his face or something. Give him some brighter blue contacts. And that's it. I would not be surprised. Plus, Sebastian stands a little bit older. And I'm being serious. I would not be surprised if they found some kind of way to bring in a slightly older Luke at -hmm. some point. And I don't know if they'll bring him in the Mandalorian. But now we have Obi-Wan coming up with his own series. They got a, you know, as we talked about, they have a shitload of of Star Wars properties coming out. So do I think that Skywalker could come in and much to what I, contrary to what I just said, where I understand what they're doing, it does make me nervous knowing that they could probably get Sebastian Stan or somebody to come in and play Luke Skywalker, anybody else, and start just inserting them in any of these shows. And to me, that's, that's, that makes me nervous, but it also says that's a big possibility, especially since they have an actor, that they can do this without having to put too much expensive makeup on them. Right. No, I mean, I think that would be really interesting. And if you're going to do it, it has to be that because this CGI deep fake shit ain't it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I think it caused a lot more um, problems than it did. Like, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Like people seem to really love this moment. So maybe it wasn't as distracting. But for me, I was like, nah, we got to do something about that. I want to address something you said earlier about like. Again, I think this is ultimately the problem. So, like, yes, you can make it a compelling argument that it makes sense logistically for, like, the Luke Skywalker of it all. But I think you you said, well, then what happens to, to the child? Like, what happens to him? Like, that's sort of this glaring thing in mythology, which is, like, if we're going by Last Jedi rules, it's like he's at that temple and gets killed by yeah. by uh, Kylo Ren. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and whatever the answer is, it's irrelevant. My point is this. It's making me ask like mechanical questions rather than yeah. enjoying the story. Now, instead of being so hyped about where the story is going, I have to think like, oh, where does this fit in in this increasingly convoluted thing? And I think that like, you know, I guess like I'll have patience and see what they do with it. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the mere fact that I'm expending any bandwidth trying to figure out how this all plots in rather than just enjoying the story for what it is and all the new things and new ideas we're seeing is sort of the big problem. Uh, so, you know, I, I no, I see what you're saying. And I had speechless. To get, I got no, you well, done. No, done. I want to be careful what I say here because I know because I'm not trying to convince you because I felt for look a whole day like you did. Uh, and plus, I'm processing a couple of things I see in the chat. Uh, and one of the things that you said, one is that the the deep fake stuff that they got going on. You know, I think that this is this is good as long as you don't move your head too much. You know, if you notice, he's not he's <laughs> he's a you know, when it, during that whole time, he was just kind of sitting up here talking and moving that head kind of slow and not going too many places. So you could tell that they were able to pull that off. By not having him do too much, but deep faking is getting much better, man. There was a whole, there was a whole video where uh, the guys that did South Park, they did a whole short with Trump reading a bedtime story, oh, and God. and and I was like, my Jesus Christ, this is like watching 
Trump right now. You know, this is this. But stuff we know that bad. that's not real because we know Trump can't read. Yeah, barely. Well, I thought because he was reading a children's book that actually it might be real. All <laughs> right, that's that's as high as his uh, reading level <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. But uh, the, the with what you're saying about the plot holes and the stuff that you have to go back and think about now, these are not real worlds. This is the, 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 the this this is a business. These are stories that people are writing as they go along. And at some point I have to realize, like I had to do this with comic books and Marvel movies and superhero movies. It's like, at some point you got to realize this shit is not real. They're going to have, you know, they're going to be things that change that don't make sense at all. And at some point you're just going to have to accept it for what it is now. You know, it's like these people are, these people don't exist. These worlds don't exist. So I'm just like, but what exists is these people writing stories and, tra- and they, they, they're constantly twisting and turning and fixing them. Marvel even went through the same thing. Marvel, I have to, because nope, everybody's able to brush this off because Marvel brushed it under the fucking carpet. But they had that show in Humans. And, he, and Humans was supposed to be a big part of the Marvel universe. They had that show, uh, 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 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents right. of S.H.I.E.L.D., I can guarantee you, they're gonna, they did stuff on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that they're going to just kind of forget about. Uh, when it comes to the movies, they had Ghost Rider on there, which was cool. But do you think that Ghost Rider is going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Probably not. They're probably not going to say shit about it. They're probably going to just recast it and not even mention it anymore. So I just have to accept that they make this stuff up as they go along. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like a tough pill to swallow, right? You just want people to be consistent with that. Um, and I, 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 you know, it's like you want these things to have consequence. And if, if there's no like kind of imagining between all of it, it's hard yeah. to to be invested. Look, whatever. That's like a gripe. That's me personally thinking that I, it, it needlessly circled back to its own mythology. But it's not to say that it's going to be bad going forward. And I want to be very clear about this because it does sound like I'm just being overly negative. I thought this finale and most of the season was really fucking good. Like really good. And it made me feel things for Star Wars that I thought like, well, that's gone after Rise of the Skywalker. We're out. So but it's just it's just because I enjoyed this so much. I'm a little trepidatious about where it's going. And I hope that they're going to, you know, if if Filoni can go in there and explain it, like I'm all for it. You know what I mean? But I just want it to still be this thing that is fine doing its its own bidding and not feeling like it's all in service of filling in the little holes for everything. Well, it goes back to. The whole thing with with Boba Fett, man. You know, look, Bo- Boba Fett was uh we always say this, played this before everybody's seen it. Boba Fett, and that, that's the saying. Boba Fett died like a bitch. Boba <laughs> he got burped up and shit. That's that's stupid, man. That is from the the the, the new the uh, re-edited uh, Lucas right, version, right? right? Yeah. Never let people think that George Lucas was a mad genius for those first three. Like he's been fucking it up subsequently ever since. It's incredible. Yeah, shit. I'm surprised people. It was a. I might as well. It's a big asshole with teeth in the in the in the in the in the sand, and it burped. It might as well just have farted doing that stupid shit. But. He went down, you know, ah, and, and people saw that. And George Lucas even said, yeah, look, I didn't mean for him to be shit, but the fans wanted it. And a lot of times when the fans want something, it doesn't always work out that well, man. Sometimes it does. But a lot of times when you just listen to fans and what they want, it doesn't. But they found a way to bring him back. Uh, and they have been trying to do that for years. 
And so bringing him back now, I'm like, all right. So looking at uh, the Mandalorian, I'm thinking, all I'm asking for is that if you're going to bring a character back, make it seem like you're, for the most part, trying to do something with that character. Like not just bring him back to say, say, hey, hey, look who's here, look who's here. No, you actually give them a story. You give them some development. You make them a real character. And I think that that's kind of what they did. Otherwise, I would have been moaning at the news of, Boba Fett having his own series, the book, the book of Boba Fett. Cause I tell you, man, I did feel like that was uh, even that uh, that that post credit scene. Even I thought like, okay, you know, we didn't have to have that. You know that 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 that's a that that's a fan moment right there. I would have rather have seen this. And it's just me. I would have rather have seen this at the beginning of the Boba Fett series instead of doing some Marvel stinger to make the fans cheer. Open our feet, What kind of valiant teeth be? Bitch, don't try to be nice now. You know, they, they <laughs> <laughs> act like we friends now. No, you know, this is, this was something where I did feel like that's, this, this, this does feel like fan service right here. You know, this, this is a moment where the, this is what the fans strictly wanted instead of like just pure storytelling. But, what I like about it is uh, the uh, with with Boba Fett, they actually came in and finally made the character a character, and and they did it well, at, le- at least in my opinion. Which is what one of the things that I praised the the Mandalorian for. The Mandalorian alone, that series alone, has managed to go in and fix a lot of things and satisfy a lot of people on all levels. You know, I know a lot of people have been like, I want to see Boba Fett really bad. And a lot of people have been like, man, will you shut up about fucking Boba Fett? I'm sick of hearing about that dude. He's dead. You just want him because he looks badass. Shut up. He's not a real character. Mandalorian came in and actually, I think, met the middle ground with both people, man. Yeah, I, I think it's um, the Mandalorian has done more, obviously, than like this is the my gripe with it was I sent this in the notes. I'm like, why does anyone care about this character? Like he goes out like a bitch. He has nothing resembling a character arc. There's no reason <laughs> to care about Boba Fett in the original other than, yeah, he looks pretty cool. Um, and I think what Mandalorian did was like, all right, y'all motherfuckers won't shut up. It's really interesting. They didn't give him his own show, which was speculated or give him his own movie, which was speculated. They found a way to Trojan horse that in. Right. Where we already care about mandalorian oh the armor looks similar anyway all the speculation in season one of mandalorian by me mostly was like that motherfucker's actually boba fett right <laughs> like everybody knows this turns out that wasn't true and so immediately when they announced that boba fett got back on everyone's brains but instead of like you know green green lighting that show they made you care about him in this series first at least understand him in a way that was never previously done in any of the star wars stuff uh, main canon anyway yeah and um i don't know i mean like that's the thing i, I i'm the first want to talk about milking a franchise or being too gratuitous with this stuff but i don't have a problem bringing in rebels mythology or clone wars mythology or even something like boba fett because even though fans love him it's a question mark we don't know much about him at all so i'm totally fine with that stuff and i think they did a wonderful job bringing all that to to the forefront i think if again not to come in and seem like i'm stretching and i'm making excuses for these Mm -hmm. things uh, but i think the reason why people are so crazy about Boba Fett is because in Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett was introduced as this badass man. Out of all the bounty hunters that they brought in, he was the one that was going to get shit done. He was the one with the biggest reputation. He was the baddest motherfucker in the room. So you bring him in and then you 
you you pretty much make uh you make him a, a clown you know you get you 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 make him die with a bit of slapstick comedy and a lot of people like man you know what you set this uh you set this character up and everybody wanted to see what this character would do and then you just wipe him out and i think a lot of people kind of yeah. felt like it would have been cool to see what this character could have been the way that it was set up, the way that he was presented and the way people have in his minds after that. They want to see the badass that he was. And and, and by the way, that shit didn't happen with the uh with the prequels. It shit just got dumber when when they did it. So now they come in and they and they've said, "All right, we can finally have the moment to thanks to television and, and uh episodic storytelling, which is what one of the things I think is really helping out with a lot of the Star Wars stuff, they don't totally. have to be confined to like movies anymore and years to make and trying to figure out how to how to uh, make them fit within a certain limitation. They can actually go out and flesh things out over several episodes. And I think that Boba Fett being on The Mandalorian had found finally found his place. And so now they can finally flesh his character out with the time that he needs without having to force it in, in, into a tight spot constrained by time with other characters they have to have and uh and, and and actually make him something now and that is why i think that a lot of people were looking forward to boba fett all these years before boba fett even came up on the, on the mandalorian you had this character with this mythology but yet you never met it so that's at least that's my my, my opinion right yeah there. and I, and i think you really nailed it with episodic storytelling like yeah star wars a new hope is a really perfect campbellian it's like as a story it stands on alone if there's never a sequel it's still perfect right um <laughs> but two and three are they they were some of the first franchises to really treat movies as episodic anyway i think it's so interesting that i've always think like star wars needs more television vibe because it allows it to breathe more they were already telling huge stories space opera stories in in chunks right in Mm -hmm. thirds so like yeah i I think this is the medium it was meant for um and this is the medium that actually gave me a boba fett that i care about or at least that i'm more interested in seeing um was that stinger a little uh, clumsy (laughs) yeah and and from what I've seen online, a lot of people are just very confused by it. They don't understand really what's going on there. Um, and I'm confused about where it leaves us. Is Are we going to pick up right after this moment? Or are we just going to have him like running an empire? Is it going to be the first scene him coming out of the Sarlacc pit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to know how yeah. much detail, what, what are they going to fuck with with time? Um, and, and what's the show that we're going to get as a result? From yeah. This? I just love it that the dude looks like he should be having bagpipes, man. <laughs> he's, going, he's going around in that skirt <laughs> you know I, I, that's what I want I, if anything I want him to get some pants man <laughs> that's all because I'm I'm not saying look it's not a there's not a gay thing anything like that it's just it it looks like he just got up in the, and it still has his robe on and still put on the Boba Fett outfit I just I'm just so used to seeing the, the whole the whole attire so I would love to see him get like an actual suit but I yeah man I, I look I think overall what they're doing right now and what they've done again with just the Mandalorian alone is that now that they don't have the constraints of the film or the films, now that they're not forced to put all this stuff in there just because they want to make their money, because that's why the new trilogy didn't deal with just Ray and Finn and all those people. And that's why the storytelling was so sloppy because they were forced to put in Han Solo, Princess Leia, uh, Leia got whatever, uh, R2-D2, and I'm so sick and tired of seeing C-3PO, I want to take that motherfucker apart and sell him for scraps. I never want to see him again. 
Well, that was something about this finale, too. When R2 shows up, uh, like on top of Luke, we get another overly familiar character. And everyone loves R2. I'm not going to be an asshole about it. I'm just saying that it's like because I agree with you, uh, whether it's popular opinion or not. The Force Awakens, I think, is so great right up until all the old characters show up. And I think you can feel the momentum of that story coming to a close because of exactly what you said. It's like, oh, no, we have to we have to check these familiar boxes. We have to have these characters in it. Um, and I, that that's emblematic of my entire problem with Star Wars, which is yeah. like, yes, there's still these moments of like isolated wonder. And you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is what it should be, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think as long as it, as it keeps looking back, it's never going to be able to, to be great in its own right. It's always going to be tied to this other thing. Yeah. No, I at least uh, R2D2 showed up and not C3PO. I'm so sick and tired of C3PO, man. <laughs> Because he could it, actually talk because R2's all beeps and boops and you're fine with that. But yeah, well, if, once a robot gets learned, once he once he learns a little bit, you're going to come at that robot. Well, man, that, that C3PO, C3PO is just, uh, again, keep hating to use the word, but he's a bitch too. You know, I can't stand him. He's 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 not he's he complains most of the time. He's a, he's all prissy and shit. And he never wants to get his he never wants to get dirty. Uh I, I never, I've never really liked him, man. And I'm just, right. and I feel, and the last movie really pissed me off because I felt like, all right, well, this is the moment. I don't hate C-3PO, man. I used to watch this cartoon when I was a kid called Droids. Uh, <laughs> did, did you ever see this cartoon? No, but they're talking about this. They're like, you, you're really excited because they're remaking it, aren't they? They're remaking it. And I actually yeah. liked it, man. They had a, man, they had an Ewoks cartoon and they had a Droids cartoon. And let me see here, and I and I actually liked it, man. I I like I have nothing against it. I'll watch the, I'll watch the show. Let me see here, uh, Droids intro. Uh, fun man i like the art style uh so i'm not against them together man i can't wait for the show to come out so i can just have a nostalgic kick with that man but as far as the movies go i just uh, again it came from two things in the film it came from one darth vader building c-3po so i'm kind of not i'm hating on c-3po probably for something that's not his fault darth vader built him and so i felt like okay now you really are crowbarring this in here uh, to connect these things. And then in the last movie, it felt like he was going to have like a nice send off. Like they're going to wipe his memory and he was going to be gone, like pretty much killed. And even that was a, that, that was a red herring, man. That was, that was a fake out. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm sick of what they're doing with this character. The storytelling with this character is becoming very sloppy and bad. So yeah, I was glad that at least he didn't show up, but I will say that with being on television and doing what they're doing now, Star Wars is, is showing itself to be, first of all, better in the hands of people who know it. Uh, between Dave Filoni and John Favreau, and even if they want to bring in Kevin Feige, uh, cool. Because as long as it's not within the hand of, hands of executives who only know Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and all that shit from the original movie, and they're just forcing all that stuff together, that's cool. With the shows, though, or at least with this show, and I hope with the rest of the shows, they'll be able to. They're, they're able now to connect things in a way that makes sense, make things more coherent. 
because things have not made sense before. They've been very incoherent. All this shit about the fucking the 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 what do you call it the emperor being raised grandfather how the fuck how did, how does anybody like that movie knowing that they did that if you like that shit and you now you think i'm making excuses if you make excuses for that shit then you really are a star wars bitch ass fanboy you just love anything you just got a star wars dick in your ears mouth nostrils in your ass so i every don't want to hear that man. every orifice every orifice man every orifice you know stop this is why this this shit happens because y'all just want Every bit of fan service that you that, so you can just say, oh, my God, I remember that. Look at that. Oh, this over here. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm crying because of this symbol right here. You know, I, that kind of shit annoys me. But if you can make it make sense, make it coherent, tell a story, I'm right there with you, man. I can I can enjoy it and I can sit up here and make excuses all day long with everybody else. But you just show me you're making an attempt. That's all I'm asking for. I think you're not asking for much. I got to tell you a quick detour. I feel like I got a contact high watching the intro to that droids thing. Was that like the cocaine eighties? Like what? Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. That was like some shit. I, I, I don't know how I went my whole life without ever seeing that, but that looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. That was straight up the cocaine eighties, man. You know, <laughs> you could just get anything on the air. It was a better time, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Droids. They put in that um, pop song and shit. They had an Ewok one too, man. So. <laughs> they had an Ewok one too. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think you know we're we're splitting it hairs in terms of quality. I think that everyone will agree that specifically compared to this last trilogy, no matter how you felt about indiv- individual parts in it, it was this. It wasn't the sum of its of its parts. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and I think what they've done so far has been so successful, and it's just like looking at their ability to kind of bring in other characters and well-established mm-hmm. characters, and to do it in a way that's actually interesting. Um, you know, that's always exciting, but you run the risk of what you're saying, which is oversaturation with some of these characters. And and I know you're glad C-3PO didn't show up, but just the fact that R2 shows up and Luke shows up, doesn't it make you think, well, like at some point, 3PO might show up because why the fuck not? They've set this precedent mm-hmm. that they're willing to dip their toes back in the nostalgia pool for, for this thing that was supposed to be radically different. I'm willing to give them a chance with something like a character that I'm annoyed from, C-3PO. Um, or any other character, not just keep harping on C-3PO, any other character that they have. Now, it will become to a, uh, it get to a point where, yeah, you're bringing out so much stuff that this is oversaturation or it doesn't feel genuine. But if they can, uh, all I'm asking for is that you make it all make sense and you make it feel authentic. That's all I'm asking for. And if they can do that, then... I'm fine with that. What I'm really asking for when it's all said and done, what I'm asking for is that you go ahead and you fix all these things that the movies have messed up with these characters that people love. If you continue to develop them well, then I think everybody can be somewhat happy. I mean, look, okay. you, you, you didn't hate that last episode, man. You didn't hate that Luke Skywalker came in. You said you've just... Yeah you were a little irritated by it and it made you it kept you from loving things and i'm the same way this is keeping me from loving things because i'm cautious about it now but if they can come in and fix these characters i'm good with that but eventually if you want to keep doing that can we at least have a balance can we start can fine keep these legacy characters and these stories all you want can we have another area now that we have all these series and you got all this money and you can do television and episodes now can we have an area where we're telling stories about characters that have nothing to do with the Skywalker legacy? They don't know any of these motherfuckers over here at all. 
As I said, it's a it's a universe. It's a galaxy. Not everybody needs to tie back to Skywalker or Greedo or Chewbacca or C-3PO. Let me, can we get a story where it has nothing to do with that shit? That would be great to see. Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, we were pitching stories to, to each other yesterday because I think, like, that's that's great. But the one thing I did want to say, because you made a really interesting point, which is, like, you're looking at the show as an ability to make up and retcon certain wrongs or dumb shit from the movies, right? But there were two things in this episode that I think, like, flew right over or right under the radar and people aren't really talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is the Alderaan thing. What's her, what's, what's um, Gina Carano's name? Is it Cara, Cara Dune, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, something I don't know. Something like that. Who gives a shit? Anyway, I don't want to remember her <laughs> name. Um, they talk because they, when she's got the guy like hostage or whatever, and, and the 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 Imperial New Republic dude is talking about like small price to pay. I was on the Death Star when we killed Alderaan, and it was a small price to pay to stop terrorism. Yeah. Which like in the film and in, in like a New Hope, that's the furthest. Like it's just a fuck you to Leia. Like they even say in the movie how Alderaan's a peaceful place. You know what I mean? Like Leia's not operating out of there in the first film uh, or uh, ever because they fucking destroy it so i thought that was weird and also midi chlorians okay are we gonna not acknowledge that they sort of brought up midi chlorians again yeah which is the worst fucking advent of those prequels and i felt like they were just gonna let that die no one mentioned it again and they sort of mentioned it in this episode yeah like they had to test his blood and all that kind yeah. of thing. yeah he's got special properties in his blood why the yeah, fuck do we need that, to go back to that uh burnt down laundromat of a storyline i can't i got nothing for that and that annoyed me too i'm i'm 100 with you on that look i'm telling you i'm not clashing with you just to clash with you man if it's like look if you make some like if you make some sense to me and i'm are we agree 100 midichlorians is one of the worst things they fucking done in star wars man it went from a like a a zen training to like oh you got to be born a mutant so it's like nah man i don't want to hear that shit as far as alderaan goes i think what happens is they destroyed alderaan and then they spread propaganda that the that the they had terrorists on the planet are they were up to no good Uh, okay all right that makes more sense well the guy said he was on the death star i think he would know that it wasn't but whatever it doesn't really matter but you know how it is man look people know is really the hell that i want to die on and i'm glad that you're willing to die next to me well i'm just saying look you got people today who know that trump is full of shit and they will still say things that they know doesn't make sense you know because because now they've convinced themselves you know well let me ask you man you brought up a really interesting point let's talk about it which is like all right you know, I have like two weird, they're weird ideas. I don't know how viable they are, but I think that the, you know, this is such an expansive sandbox and our main complaint, even if they do it well, is still that like, we don't need to know a Skywalker. I don't need a baby Yoda or a teenage Yoda or any of that shit. I just want to go to a corner of the galaxy, which is so far removed from this, um, where I can tell any kind of story I want in the sandbox of star Wars. I mean, is there anything personally that you you're like well i would love to see this and and you hope that maybe that's a future path for star wars at this point and we talked about this yesterday i don't know what i want i know what i don't want <laughs> you know it's gotten to that point now sure. i've stopped asking for things i want I, i'm asking for things that i don't want i just listed off a uh, you know a long list of things that i would like to not see anymore or if i do see it i like to see it in conjunction with something else but you had an interesting uh uh, uh idea 
yesterday. Yeah, I, look, I've said for the longest time, and I think most people would agree with this, Star Wars is at, is at its best when you can mix it with another genre. You know what I'm saying? And I think that they, that's already inherently in its DNA. We see the samurai films of Akira Kurosawa, the spaghetti westerns of Sergio Leone. Mm-hmm. All that stuff really inspires the aesthetic of it. And The Mandalorian, so many of those tropes, and we're all like going gaga over it. But I want to do something that like, I would love to, you know, it's Star Wars is so swashbuckling, and it's always like, we got to go from this planet to that planet yeah. to this place. But we never really get on the ground level for an extended period of time. And um, even though it's only really introduced in the prequels, and then I think Lucas went back and put it in Return of the Jedi, Coruscant, you know, that city planet, it's just a giant fucking planet oh, yeah. uh, of, that's yeah. just the Citadel, basically. And there's two trillion people on that. I would love to do like a Blade Runner meets uh, the third man, like neo-noir set in, in the streets of this place where we don't go off planet where we don't necessarily fuck around with a Jedi or any of that stuff. You can tell like darker stories within that prism and it can be still a hey, star Wars and it could be uh, the, 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 the population breakdown is that there's 36% different species on that. I went hard on the research on this. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, so it's like, you can have a bunch of new creatures and a bunch of new species and it could still feel like star Wars, but it can be grounded storytelling. You know what I'm saying? That's what I yeah. think is missing. Everything is just too self-serious and too grand and I would like to take kind of a micro, uh, you know, a micro level uh, perspective on it. I think somebody made a great point here in the chat. Oh, they're going to kill it. <laughs> like, fuck you. They're going to smother my baby in its crib. No, 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 no. They, somebody somebody has said something really cool in the chat, man. Uh, somebody said, uh, there you go. The Black Knight says horror Star Wars. And oh, that would actually yeah. make sense. They've had they've had a look. It's a, it, they got so many scenes. Uh, in every movie where they, they, they're they running from creatures and monsters. Uh, a lot of, lot, man, if you look at it, like there's been about three episodes of the Mandalorian where they are, they're, they're monster movies. Right. Uh, I'm reading, I, well, I read, I might pick it back up. I got halfway through it until I forgot why I stopped reading it, but I was reading a Star Wars uh, zombie book. What? It was, yeah. yeah it, I mean, but you're proving my point, which is anything plus Star Wars. Like we have this expansive universe and we could do anything we want. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So let's get our toy soldiers out and fucking make stories yeah. up. But we keep circling around to this serpentine sort of like everything's got to come back to the Star Wars. Yeah, it's got to be the Skywalkers, you know? And Captain Laser, man, this is what we've been saying the whole time, Captain, the good captain here. He says, and look, you, I don't know if you just got in, but this is what we've been saying the whole time. Uh, captain Laser, wherever he is. There he is. I just want to see a Star Wars property that doesn't use a desert planet. You notice how many desert planets was used in Star Wars? People, we went back to Tatooine again. How many fucking times? We not only go back to Tatooine, we went back to the same street, went to the same bar, went to the same right. booth that uh, uh, Han Solo, like I said, you saw on the booth carved Han, Han was here. You know, I'm sick of them really having to do that. And that was a low moment, I thought, for the Mandalorian. Do some stuff, man, like they are doing with the books now. Like I said, I was reading a horror book, man. It had nothing to do with uh, the Force or Star Wars or anything. And they did it in a way that they could do it still for uh, the like something like Disney+. Plus. They introduced a teenager and his little brother. Uh, they talked about something, some kind of chemical or something that's turning like star, stormtroopers or something into zombies. And they could do that, man. Uh, so, yeah. But, and, and I know they go to, look, they hang out in fucking dirt because that's cheap. It's dirt. Right. And they yeah. got a they lot of space that they much. can do these effects now with, uh, they can shoot on location and do the, the new uh, 
virtual sets that they do. So there's a lot of practicality to shooting in dirt. So if you that's that's fine. I'm not I'm not going that far. Go to some go to some dirt and don't call it Tatooine again. Let's start there. That's all I'm asking for. You know, can, can we get some yeah. dirt with a different name? Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, there's an image. I remember when Phantom Menace was coming out. And for me, it was like, holy shit, this is going to be great. I was nine. I'm sorry. I was stupid. <laughs> OK, um, but it's that it's that image of uh, Anakin um, and the shadow being cast as Vader. And I still think like for as bad as those prequels are, it's a pretty dope image. Right. But I think that that is the perfect metaphor for kind of what Star Wars is right now. Like there is this looming shadow that it's always going to cast unless it decides to, you know, break away from that. Um, And I'm not saying my noir idea is particularly original or anything like that. But when you see that world and what what you you saw Blade Runner and all this stuff, we can do futuristic stuff. It's just like we can do anything and we can make it human personal stories that aren't tied into the force or anything. You had a really good idea. I just like the idea of of the force being this thing that we perceive like Scientology or, 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 or like astrology like yeah some people believe in that but it's it's hogwash no the force isn't real like it's this background character that like of course we know the force is real but think about a place that is devoid of all hope that's had like boots on their neck and like there's no you know hope is a dangerous thing andy is what they said in shawshank and And i think that that's applicable to star wars and i'm liking the chat's idea man they're saying you know uh darth vader is in the right context man darth vader is a horror character himself uh rogue one man that had that that's a scene straight out of a horror flick when he shows up. Oh y'all fucked up. <laughs> you know that's the that is a that that's a, a a horror icon intro right there. That's no longer just Darth Vader. You know something in the dark, heavy breathing red ass light and just starts going in on people <laughs> what do you got to do talk about, open this fucking door help man shit this motherfucker's crazy you got Leonard Nimoy up here screaming his ass off yeah man that that's a horror moment right there so there's so many different genres that we can expand to uh, if we just get off of this other shit, if we just get yeah, off. This- yeah. And by the way, even that Luke Skywalker scene that everyone seems to love. I mean, for me, it's just like one, there was no mystery because you knew that it was Luke Skywalker as soon as you saw that green lightsaber. But it's verbatim that scene that we saw in Rogue One, right? Like, oh, they're all waiting for him. And then he comes out and it starts a fight mm. scene. And so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like you're repeating yourself little by little. If you're stealing, I guess it's better to steal from yourself than from someone else. But why steal when you can do something way better and more original? Yeah. It's actually why I liked uh, Solo, man. Solo, you know, it was look, it was legacy characters, but they kind of pulled away until the end when they had to introduce Darth Maul again. I'm just like, this is see, this, see, see, this is the problem right here. So, yeah. Well, look, I, I think when it comes down to it, we 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 don't. Neither one of us hates this. We've probably had the same level of funness for this. It just comes down to like I'm, I'm, I, and I cannot blame you for this at all mandalorian was introduced with such promise of doing something on its own which it actually did uh it managed to be this space western that everybody wanted and it managed to stay away from all the star wars tropes that we saw for a while until you know of course near the end of the first season 
of course, it embraced it in the second season. But they did such a good job with the storytelling and the development that I think this is where you and I kind of part. Like, we both like it. They did such a good job. I'm willing to give this a chance and see what they do with fixing everything until we get to that moment that we can actually start, you know, going off road a little bit and pursuing some more original things. Uh, I can't blame you for being impatient and saying, look, I'm tired of this. Uh, giving us a chance. And can we I'm, I'm getting fed up, which is what it sounds like you, you where you are. You're getting fed up. And I can't blame you, man. I'm only fed up because it's like you you did fine without this. You really don't need this. And I'm just scared. I'm like, I someone asked me, so you're done watching? And I'm like, I don't think I said that. I'm just really <laughs> pessimistic about where I think this is going to end up going. I could be wrong. Uh, Filoni has proven way more often uh, than not that he knows exactly what he's doing. So I'm, you're right. I'm totally going to uh, let Jesus take the wheel in this instance. Um or second coming of Jesus, take the wheel in this instance. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. It just was a little disappointing to see that in the 11th hour because precisely all the other fan service felt integral. It felt like they were trying to expand uh, what we already know and also hold hands for people who didn't know any of this stuff. And so, you know, you know we'll see. But I, I am definitely a little more pessimistic than I was two weeks ago. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. I've grown to kind of like this scene, but I definitely because I can, like I say, I understand. I like that they've taken some things and they're making it make sense. I like that they try, it shows me that they're trying that, that. You know what? That's what this was with this scene. with Luke Skywalker it showed me that they're trying. But at this point, all right, let's 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 if we can, let's move on. Uh, so anyway, anyway, I uh, want to read some emails, sir. Yeah, let's get it. And then we'll be on our way. We're going to get a lot of angry Star Wars emails now. They're going to be mad at you, not me. I was actually cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, no. <laughs> I'm just calling balls and strikes over here, all right? I calls them how I sees them. Well, I know Gertz called me yesterday, man, and he went in there. He was pretty much like yeah. the emperor. He's like, did you I see? I thought Gertz a little bit. Oh. Yeah, he was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he, I told, he called me up and he, he told me, he's like, did you see what I did in the comment section? <laughs> <was like>, he's <laughs> a about Yeah, he's just a provocateur. Yeah. And I was like, why, I was, I was like, why are you going there messing with those people, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I get where you're coming from, but come on, man. Oh, Some people see. just want to see the world burn. You know it. And that is exactly what he wants. Oh, uh, well, let me see here. First of all, you're going to be happy about this. this okay. is, now, this is something that make you happy. Uh, let me go over here. Uh, let me refresh my gamels. And uh, somebody, uh, let's see here. Oh, oh uh, God. They, Jesus oh, Christ. Well, they didn't make it to where I can. Oh, shit. Is this? Let me see here. Oh, well, people, I was going to show you something. Uh, <laughs> I can see it a little bit. You yeah. can see it Maybe a little you can bit. blow it up. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can. Uh, I, now I got to go through. Somebody sent me an image that's not downloadable. But I think uh, I think that uh, Christian would get a kick out of this. Let me see if I can find this. Also, that, that actual question, it was a question I was going to ask you. So read that question later. Okay. From that email. Oh, is there a question on there? Yeah, on top of well, me. Ah, you made oh, it, God, no. You made small. it so small, man. We can't see it, but All somebody right, puppy, went, resend that. Resend it at a proper size. Yeah, somebody went and made a flyer for your band already, man. Jughead Jesus. Oh, look, look at that. You actually look like Obi-Wan. I feel right? like I'm obligated to tour under that moniker now, right? Like, I have to. Yes, you do. That's why I gave it to you. Wouldn't have any <laughs> other kind of way. 
Oh. I'll play Austin City Limits next year. You can come on stage <laughs> with me. There was a question with that because all I saw was Jughead Jesus. I didn't even know there was a question. Uh, it was just about the stand because uh, I was going to ask you. I, I, I'm going to watch the pilot for the stand today because it came out. Um, and I wanted you to watch it so maybe we could talk about it on Monday if you haven't already watched it. I know that that's one of your uh, favorite King novels like me. So I wanted to hear what you thought. Yeah, it's funny because I've, as I've grown older, I've realized just how bad some of that book is in some parts. <laughs> it, it, I mean, like there's a lot of really bad writing in there as far as how people resolve certain issues but i'm i'm watching i've i've watched about five episodes now of the season oh shit you saw five of them already yeah i'm about to watch six so we're going to review that tomorrow uh but yeah so uh yeah i got a we got sent that and we would have reviewed it on Wednesday, but there were so many movies to review that we had to pull, uh, put that off. So tomorrow on the Sunday service, we got pretty much the whole season of the stand. I'm waiting to see if they sent some more. Cause I think it's nine episodes, but we got six of them. So waiting to see that, how that happens. All right. Well, I will be tuned in to hear your thoughts, sir. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I heard that they sort of, cause as you know, it's two congruent timelines. Uh, and, and they're also separated by like entire parts of the book. So I thought what they did narratively was they kind of implored, flash not flashbacks but like flash sideways and stuff like that they're yeah. showing both timelines at the same time yeah they yeah they they did change it around where they, they you okay. know it's not it's not in order uh tell you how i feel about that when we do the review okay got, cool I yeah i don't things. want to spoil anything i'll be watching tomorrow somebody said tomorrow are you reviewing wonder woman jim wants to know that no we're getting that on tuesday but for tomorrow we do have soul the pixar movie so we'll be reviewing that Hopefully we can review Wonder Woman Tuesday night. So we tried to get it last week, but they weren't sending the screeners out in Texas here to anybody uh, earlier than uh, Tuesday. So hopefully we'll get that on time. This won't be in, like in, at night or something, because that's what happened with another thing that we got. Oh, Monster Hunter. We got that in the, like at five in the afternoon and I had to go and <laughs> rush on that. What's up? What I'm really rooting for Wonder Woman, by the way, I because I didn't love the first movie, but I did think it was like such an improvement over the other ones. And I just I want this to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's better when Wonder Woman is on screen when it's like a good presence. But I, I'm hearing mixed things so far. One of the worst things I read about it was somebody who was just tired of superhero stuff that, you know, and you could tell because they went in, yeah. they kind of missed the point on a lot of things. They were like, well, this is the only reason why that this is doing well, because oh, I forgot what it was, because uh they make you feel good about the 80s. Nostalgia kicked in as a woman. Uh, you know, it's, it's like every other superhero thing out there. People praise it because they think it's saying more than what it should say. Like Black Panther. Negroes love that movie because it's just black. You know, and I was just I was like, ah. and they didn't, they didn't really go that far. But you could tell that they just did not like superhero movies. And uh, they really thought fans made a bigger deal over that than, uh, than they should. So I just like, that's the worst that I've heard about Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think the problem is the first film was so kind of universally loved that anything a little bit lower than that is going to be perceived as as a little bit less. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like that first uh, Spider-Man movie and then they made the the Far From Home. And some people really like that one more. But yeah. critically, if you look at the reviews, the first one's like well re- reviewed compared to the second one. So people think it's a failure. I don't know. I'm just worried about that. for Wonder Yeah, Woman. you know, I, I, I look, man, I superhero movies at this point. People have, they're so, again, oversaturated. There's so many of them out there that, you know, there's some people who are just not going to like them. Now, you know, I'd rather people be fair and say, like, I don't like them. And they, to a certain degree, they have a point. They're like, all right, you know, they come in, they're formulaic now. 
they've pushed uh, some other movies out of the theaters because you know they 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 fill so many screens. Uh, there's okay, so there's there's to a certain point that's true, and to another certain point, there's reason why the business like is changing like it is. It's not just superheroes uh, that are changing things. The, you know, uh, viewing habits have changed. Smaller movies are appearing more and more on home viewing uh, VOD. So it's not just superheroes that are ruining that. But I understand people's complaints. What I don't like is when people just act like they're just terrible and don't want to and 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 don't want to have any kind of middle ground with them at all. You know. Very few of them are unwatchable, right? Like that's the, that's the the best and worst thing about I think the Marvel movies is that they're always going to be serviceable, but you just want something to be great. You know what yeah, I mean? Um, yeah. Obviously, that's DC. It's a different thing, but I think like the horror, uh, most of these comic book movies, uh, Batman v Superman notwithstanding, are, are usually watchable. They're just not always great. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's fine, and I I get it, man. I don't think that anybody has to like be shamed for liking superhero movies. I don't think people have to go in there and cut superhero movies off because it seems like it's uh, uh culturally it's not smart anymore. You know, it's, it's so uh, whatever, man. I you know I I enjoy them just as much as I enjoy like an independent film art film i will criticize them fairly just like anything else movies are movies to me man you know so whatever they need to be judged their own uh their their own uh their own level their own merit uh let me see oh i think somebody i think somebody sent it over proper your my flyer your flyer oh there we go let's see nope (laughs) this <laughs> shit is tiny as fuck. It's the same thing. What? Well, hey, we could put you on a on a on a letter as a postage stamp and send you off. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. You could mail mail your Christmas <laughs> gifts using Jughead Jesus. I love it. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Oh, did he? Uh, let me see. Did he send another one? No, that was it. Uh, let me see. I really do agree with this thing, man. When uh, what's when uh. uh when uh, Maven Cree sent this over, man. Uh, so I was I was joking about this and I had a good laugh, but I was like, after seeing, and I and people, I'm the one that liked it. Now I'm not hating on Star Wars, but after seeing that last uh, scene in Mandalorian, this video nailed it. It's not just a joke; it's true. What this is is the reaction to every Star Wars moment in Mandalorian. And that last note really does it. <laughs> that hey, look, I I'm not mad at y'all. I agree with you on certain things. I like the ending of it. I understand it, but that is though that that's your Star Wars fan right there. Every time some fan service comes up, oh my god! Yeah, I that I, I, I hate to say it, but that is true. Yeah. I told you, I just feel like I'm a bad person now because I see other people really enjoying something and I'm just like, fuck, I hate that. I hate them. I hate everyone. I wish I could enjoy anything the way everyone seems to love every single second of the fucking Mandalorian. Uh, but not me, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to be this guy. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, we all want to be this guy. <laughs> I'm 
does not want to have an orgasm watching every episode of The Mandalorian like that? A screaming orgasm. I do. <laughs> All right. Well, at least I have life goals. I have something to strive towards. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next season, man. Oh, let me see here. I think that that is it. Sun God said, uh, Mando girls do get it done. In case y'all don't mention this, if I could highlight a positive on this season, I believe they did a great job of showcasing badass females, older ones at that, without feeling forced a pandering to feminism. Your thoughts, 100% agree with you on that, my man. Uh, that episode, the Osaka episode, man, that is the best episode, I think, out of all of it. I thought this one was well filmed. I thought it was, uh, I liked the tone of it. I liked how things spoke more with action than with words for a lot of it. So, yeah, man, I thought that they, uh, between her and, uh, was it Bo-Katan or whatever? Yeah, Bo-Katan I thought was really great in this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Satchwick? Uh, Katie Sackhoff? Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, yeah, she was great, man. So, yeah, no, they they did they did a great job, but I, when I have to go, you know, all in, look at this girl power, female power. They didn't have to, like, put it in in a way that didn't feel... Like it was phony. So yeah, I 100% agree with you on that, man. And that's the way to do it, by the way. Don't make a big to-do about it. Like there's no, there's no, oh, she's a woman and she's badass. Just write a good character. And I think they did a really good job with that. I, and that shouldn't yeah. be a surprise. I know I keep going Filoni's a genius, but if you look at how he's treated all these characters and all the, um, you know, extracurriculars, all the, all the extended universe stuff, yeah. he's always been really good at this stuff. I think it's more respectful when you write a character and that character doesn't have to have to stand out as a woman, when that character is just there like any other character, you know? So, totally. I mean, unless it's, unless it's a movie that's making a big deal about that, like black Panther, black Panther was about Africa. You know, you had to, you had to, you know, black had to be in there. Black issues had to be in there. But when black Panther's hanging out with the, uh, you know, the rest of the Avengers, I don't want some bear, be like, Oh, Hey, look, it's the black guy. You know? So it's, if they, you know, when they just let them be people, uh, that's more respectful to me. So, oh, uh, let's see here. Great point, son guy. Appreciate that. Yeah. Austinick says, please do the holiday special. Hey, Corey, I know you're doing the watch along next week, but I want to know if you can do the Star Wars holiday special because it is a Coke trip. It's really bad, but I think it would be an amazing watch along. All right. It'll still be kind of Christmas. We don't have to like be before Christmas or on Christmas. So, Next week, we'll all have fun watching the, ho- the the Star Wars holiday special. I'll start to say the horrible holiday. <laughs> if you heard that before, the, ho- yeah, the yeah, horrible you got the alliteration special. in there. I like it. Yeah, the Star Wars holiday special, man. <laughs> we'll do that a week from today per request by Austin. Nick. So, yes. Yeah, that can happen, man. Yeah, if you'll have me, I'll be there for that one. That sounds fun. All right. All right, yeah. then. Oh, uh, what about the Legos Star Wars special? Uh, I can watch that. I know it's up. I can watch it. We can review it next week, maybe, because we're going to be streaming on Christmas Day. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Herman's going to be here at the house nursing a hangover. He's going to come over on Christmas Eve, and uh, he's going to bring his uh, his white Polish balls. And <laughs> <laughs> I just took a twist. Okay, go on. White Polish balls. <laughs> he makes these... Uh, just, that's just a takeoff on Chef. He makes these... Uh, these pastries, that's what he calls them. He calls them Polish rum balls. So they oh, get, okay. they got, it's like the Alec Baldwin bit from SNL, uh, the Swedish balls thing. Uh, what is it? I didn't see that. 
You didn't see it was in the 90s. It was like he would do a Christmas telethon thing, and it was always about how he made Swedish balls. <laughs> and the whole bit is just Alec Baldwin saying Swedish balls over and over again. <laughs> SNL wasn't as good as it thought it was, nor is it now, but it's an institution. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know that that was there. I don't. Maybe that was a joke. No wonder he looked at me crazy when I didn't laugh. Uh, so, yeah, I, he calls them Polish rum balls. They got whiskey and rum in there. You just open up the box, and it's it smells like a uh it smells like a distillery in there so <laughs> yeah when you, when you open it up man it ain't, i mean you bite into one of them and it's like biting the lsd you just start blurring and shit so <laughs> instantaneous lsd start seeing fucking colors and shit and specters yeah i love it it's a good side effect yeah so he's gonna bring those over man we'll probably get drunk on christmas eve and open presents and oh shit. it's sweaty not swedish that makes more sense sweaty balls yeah like how, you, how haven't you seen this like do you live under a rock what are you talking about you didn't see the snl in the 90s nah, at any point nah nah i was man after eddie murphy left saturday night live i just found that i did not laugh as hard as i used to man that's not even the the lauren michaels years eddie murphy was there when lauren michaels wasn't there so you liked what snl fans perceive as the worst period of snl even though eddie murphy is clearly amazing everyone else wasn't as great that's what happened man eddie murphy came in and pretty much him and a guy named joe piscopo saved saturday night live man it was it's a tragic story if y'all ever read about saturday night live so what happened with saturday night live is they let me see here Uh, so on saturday night live i don't know if you do you keep up with saturday night live history man I do. I'm like, I'm a big aficionado on it uh, because I think it is an institution, even if it's not as good as as it should be sometimes. So, you know, the whole history. So Saturday Night Live, man, it was sad that uh, what happened. So there was a guy back in the day before Eddie Murphy came on. It was a guy named Charles Rocket. And this woman, she I don't know, she wanted to fuck him or something, but she she really had her. She really had her 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 sights on him man and making him the star and 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 when they were concentrating on all the other cast eddie murphy was just kind of on the side i don't even think they they might knew was there at the time he, but he was and they never used him and uh but they were really trying to push this dude charles rocket man and one day charles rocket who was supposed to be the big star in fact they had pictures of the whole cast holding him and shit uh, on Saturday Night Live, he went online. I'm not online. He went on air and he accidentally said "fuck," and it caused a big uproar. Believe it or not, just saying "fuck" caused a big uproar. But he got kicked off. Uh, Lauren Michaels came in, a few other people, and they got rid of the majority of the cast. Some people who actually went on to be pretty famous, they moved the majority of the cast off though. And Eddie Murphy said they were out there just laughing at people when they were getting fired and whatnot. <laughs> Cause they didn't get to, you know, they 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 treated them like shit, and uh, and Charles Rocket eventually years later he he ended up getting smaller and smaller roles, and he ended up like uh, killing himself. <laughs> he committed suicide. Am I, if I'm right? Yeah, no, I mean it doesn't sound like it was a fun time to be. And those are the Dick Ebersol. So like Lauren Michaels starts the show, and then after season five, I think he leaves the show. Dick Ebersol comes in, and you're right; they hire a lot of really interesting people. I think Julia Louis Dreyfus is in that cast yeah. as well. Like, there's a lot of people that end up. Robert Downey Jr. is there very briefly. Um, so there's a lot of people that would go on to do stuff, but uh, apparently it was just a terrible work environment the entire time. You have a yeah. lot of people who like flamed out or like met really bad demise you know phil hartman got killed by his wife and stuff and it's but phil hartman was going on the big things 
Yeah, he was he that dude was a genius. Like that guy would have gone on to give us like now 25 more years of great stuff and uh yeah, that's that's so sad, man. Phil Hartman, uh somebody put this up in the chat, the OG chat. He did a cover. I mentioned this before. I don't even think I told you, but the Toasties out there are like, "Yeah, yeah, you've said this before." Phil Hartman though, he, uh he was a he was a visual designer. And mm. uh he worked with Pee Wee Herman too on a stage show. Um, Pee Wee Herman did like an edgy, more adult oriented stage show and he played Captain Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Phil Hartman, he designed an album cover for the band. Um, uh, oh, what the? I love the band. What do what they? Who are they? You, I see you looking up right now. Yeah, I'm looking it up because I, I, I know this story because I got really obsessed with actors having other things that they're good at inexplicably. Hold on, I got it. Yeah, man, I love the band. Uh, Ricky, don't lose that number. You don't want to call nobody else. What's, oh, shit. Oh, we um, can't find it. Oh, somebody, the band, uh, the, 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 the record is called Aja, A-J-A. Oh, shit. What was that band, man? Okay, hold on. I got eight eight covers by Phil Hartman. Steely, oh, Dan. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Steely oh my God, Dan. I'm dumb. Okay. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Steely Dan. He did a cover for Steely Dan. The the band the the album is called uh, Aja Asia. I listen to it on vinyl all the time, man. Uh, and somebody's gonna put it up in the chat. I know they are. Oh, I didn't know he did this. Oh, oh shit. yeah, he did a bunch of them. He did Damn. a bunch of them. Oh shit. I I did not know these. Poco legend. I did not. So he did that album cover. Penny that album cover up there. But yes, he did a Steely Dan album cover. Man, like the guy was uh, multi talented. He was uh, he was amazing. And he got well, this murdered thing by where it's like um, different actors have things. So like Alan Thicke of Growing Pains and unfortunately Robin Thicke fame. Uh, he wrote like the Charles in Charge theme song. He wrote like a lot of jingles for corporations. And then uh, who played RoboCop? Is that Peter Weir? Right in the first one. Yeah, Peter Weir. Peter Weir, he he's like a he has a doctorate in um like uh, Renaissance architecture. Like it's the weirdest that you would <laughs> never expect it. But he has this whole second career where he just goes around Europe like giving lectures about the architectural beauties of cathedrals. Oh, Peter Weller, and shit. And you're I'm like, sorry, you're fucking RoboCop, man. Like, yeah. what did you have time to do any of this? Yeah, Peter Weller. It was, it was a, Peter was, Weller. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but, man. Yeah, people are talented. That's the point. Yeah, well, people are talented, man. Uh, the the fucking tiny. Zeus, uh, Tom, Tiny Zeus Lister, whatever the name is, he had like a degree. I think I, I don't know for sure. I know he had a. He was very smart. He had a degree in like engineering or something, man. So, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, my dumb. It's like it's like Ken Jeong being a fucking doctor. Yeah, exactly, too. exactly. Yeah, people. Meanwhile, I just got this. I got no other skills. I'm just stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like I lost my uh, my Robo uh, Cop street cred. People are like Peter Weller. What the fuck? How did you not know Peter Weller? I agree. I, I'm mad at myself now. Oh uh, well, here's something that'll make you feel happier. Um, I see here. Oh, there's the album cover to yep. Asia, Aja, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dolph Lundgren uh, has like a degree in chemical engineering or something. That scans. I saw Rocky Four. <laughs> uh, injecting him with all that shit. Oh, uh, folks. You know what? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, good talk with you today, Christian. Yeah, the lights moving behind me again. I see. I see. That's yeah. when I know it's time to go. When the lights are moving behind you. When the lights shine up. 
Oh, God, no. I thought you were doing Benny King. I thought you were doing a little stand, stand by me. No, no. <laughs> I was ready. Lights. I was ready. I was like, yo, let's just go fucking walk down a train track and find a dead body together. Come on, let's do it. Oh, all right, y'all. That is it. You're getting out of here. I want to thank all of you for being here on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, girl. Oh, she's looking at me. She knows when the end of the show is happening. <laughs> yeah, you hear you. You can hear that 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 uh that last slogan about to come up, right? She knows our slogan at the end of the show, man. Like she knows those words, and she knows the words. Like, well, that's it, y'all. Look, oh, look at her. she. <laughs> she knows, yeah, yeah. No, they say dogs can learn three hundred words, so of course she knows phrases and stuff. Of course, yeah. Well, she's got those words right there. Yeah, so she's got those. I want to thank everybody for being here today. Skull, thank you for helping out, man. I haven't thanked in a while, but everything that you do, I appreciate. Oh, let's see. Cake Q, one, two, three. Thank you. Z-Tall, Cartoon Muppet, Swedish Girl. Get it, girl. Get, 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 get it, girl. Larry Miguel, Angry Asian, says, thanks for the show. You're welcome. Jackpot, the Don Tiger, goddamn. Uh, somebody said, Corey, you see those uh, Coming to America 2 pics? Yeah, man, I got mad because it wasn't a trailer. Uh, let's see here. Reginald. Reginald said, oh, uh, Reginald the 14th, I shall see you tomorrow. All right, y'all. We shall see you too. And Patrice Graphics. Bye, Corey. Bye, Patrice. See you later. Oh, thank you, Box. That's Corey's God. And then you're going to turn around and call me a rat bitch. I know what you do. <laughs> uh, but it was good having you guys here today. All right. Well, let's go on out of here. We got about a minute. I just played an ad. We got a minute. So I'm, I'll read one more thing because somebody has a Star Wars series idea. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah. I would love to hear it. All right. This is from Cameron Stencer. Cameron okay. says, hey, Corey and Chris, I know Disney will never hire me, but maybe they'll listen to you. Mr. Director of Space Jam. I can make some calls, so I got you, man. Yeah. My idea for a Star Wars series is a group of what we call Jedi Sentinels and Explorers who have to work with scientists to discover places in the galaxy's unknown regions. It could involve the Imperial remnants who become the first order trying to take over planets and these members of Luke's new Jedi order who have to face off. But see, now, now you got Luke in there, man. So we're trying to get away yeah. from that. See? Yeah. That, see, that's the problem with it. But I do think there's a really interesting idea there. Like the New Republic, right? Like any empire, they wouldn't start by going after the power centers, right? They would go out to the desolate planets that don't have much resistance and shit. That's like an yeah. interesting sort of idea. You well, could set a story in that time. Well, he frame. actually says you don't have to mention Skywalker. He says here, yeah. uh, you get Luke's first order trying to take over planet. No, I mean Imperial remnants of the first. I'm sorry, Imperial remnants of the first order trying to take over remnants of uh, Luke's new Jedi order to face off with them. Think of Clone Wars episodes with a character that you guys might know. It was uh it was the uh oh, what's his name? Uh Saw Guerrero, played by oh got the eye, you know, Forrest Whitaker, uh in Rogue One. But with focusing on being and exploring new planets, fighting opposing groups, and never mentioning never mentioning a Skywalker, not just Skywalker, but a Skywalker. The closest connection is that they're in New Jedi Order. Yours truly, Larry. Larry, you know what? Uh, that sounds like a good idea. I'll make some calls and, uh, and I'll tell them it was my idea. So we can yep. do this. <laughs> That's how it works. Welcome to Hollywood, kid. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have given me that idea, man. You know how this works. All right. I think that that is it. Now, it's a good idea, though. I do like it. I do like it. I, do, I wish that this is the way that they were thinking right now. And who knows? Maybe they're thinking ahead like this. Hopefully they will be. I hope so.
Because I'm getting tired of this shit. All right. That is it, sir. Christian, I've had enough of you today. Oh, I haven't had nearly enough of you, Coleman. All right. Well, then we'll spend a little bit more time together. Let's run it back. Three more hours. Yeah, Let's here we it. go, people. We're not done yet. Tell you what, we got a little bit more time we can spend together. As I tell people to email us at kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on those social medias, Instagram, the Twitter, and get a face to your book. Copy all those details right there. Memorize them, love them, use them. And if I'm too busy out there taking all of your wonderful emails, oh, I stopped the music. All of your wonderful emails. I know, don't stop the music. Keep it going, keep it going. What are you doing, guy? Come on. And if I'm too uh, busy taking all your wonderful emails, Mr. Christian Torres. You can find me over on Instagram, Christian.monster, Facebook, Christian Leon Torres. I know some of you, I want to know all of you. I know I already said that, but it's true. So come find me. Also, people, join us here in Austin when it's safe. And that is when Big Roni's off these streets. We will get her big ass off these streets one day. But until now, you'll just have to email us and let us know what your plans are for Austin. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. Let us know if you're moving here, just passing through. We'd love to safely hang out with you. All right, everybody, that is it. Thank you so much. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening to or watching this, goodbye and stay toasty. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dogs howling again. <laughs> Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.